Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am recording this around 10 at night. Um, don't think any any breaking news will what happened around this time. Um, <laughs> excuse me. But uh, all is well, people. All is well. Life is really, really good right now. And um, just been uh, doing a lot. Um, start work tomorrow. Well, not really work. It's more like orientation, orientation and stuff like that. I had going like at 8 in the morning, so... I was like, well, before, you know, I get ready for bed and stuff, let me uh, drop a little pod for you guys. Just in case, you know, uh, you guys know how I like to do things. I like to release podcasts, um, you know, before Thursday Night Football and stuff like that. So, or or big days, um, you know, when there's not football, um... So this is why this pod's coming out right now. Um, just in case you know, I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, what I'm gonna do tomorrow. So just you know, in in the midst of everything, just in case, um I'm going I'm just dropping this, you know. Um as soon as I finish, as soon as I finish it'll be uploaded. Um But um yeah, life life is good, man. Life is good. Um I'm drinking these new uh what is it called? It's Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Vitamins A and B, accuracy, alertness. Um, it's a, a charged berry blast. Um, very good, very good. Um, I like it. I like it. Um, it has like a tab on it. You pull you you pop it up, you pull it back, and you can just drink from it. Um, I like it though. It's pretty, you know, Mountain Dew's one of my favorite sodas, one of many. So uh I love it, man. It's great. Mm. Oh, that's some good shit. Um, but yeah, uh, so as as I said last week, I'm, I'm suffering right now. The Philadelphia Eagles are off. They play this Sunday, though. But you know, it's been it's been a long week. Feels like it's been three weeks in the making, and I'm just like. Man, I am I'm ready. You know, like there's so much tape I've watched and so many things that I've done um when it comes to the Eagles um on their bye week, you know, looking at Jalen Hurts' progression, you know, from from college all the way up to uh this year. Like it, you know, it, you know it's bad when when you start doing that. Um and that that's just what I've been fucking doing. I've just been, you know, all right, so Jalen Hurts looks good here. He looks good there, you know. And I'm just like, Jesus, Sunday needs to come already. Like, I'm ready to see the Philadelphia Eagles play. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's been a good. It's been good, man. Everything's been good. Um, we we got a lot to talk about on the show, man. We have a lot to talk about. Um. There's just, there's just so many things that we can 
you know, we can have conversations about and stuff like that. And, and mind you, I love having guests on. I do. Um, every time I have guests on, it's it's an amazing experience. Like, there has not been one time where I've had a guest on. And like, when I'm done with the podcast, I'm like, oh, I didn't enjoy that. No, I've every single, no lie to you guys, like every single time I've had a guest on, it's been an, a hell of an experience. It has, and uh, I, I I could do this every single day. I could, you know, if I was getting paid for this, I would absolutely have a guest on every single day, seven days a week. Like, dude, like, you know, and that, right, you're like, oh, that's ultimately the, the goal, right, to get paid for it. I I don't necessarily always look at it like that. I necessarily necessarily look at it like, you know, I I love this. It gives me, you know, not only do I watch all these wrestling shows and these sports, but I also get to, you know, just sit back, kick my feet back, sit back and just, um, just, you know, like when I tell you, like I watch. All right. So here's the deal. Like we're wrestling. If you guys don't know. I'll watch the show. If I don't watch it live, I'll watch it like the next day or whatever. And then because now there's football. It's football season. So I really wrestling, you know, whenever I get to it, I get to it. Like, obviously, I'm not seeing Monday unless there's a game on that. I'm like, unless there's a football game on Monday where I'm just like, this game really ain't going to be good. Right. Um, But it's usually not that case. So whenever I'm watching, let's say, uh, uh, football, right? So Tuesday I watch uh the the wrestling show on Monday, and um the wrestling show from Monday, and um I watch it like two times. I just want to make sure I'm clear of what I'm seeing. I do the same thing with football. Like with football, I watch the game live. At least the Eagles game I watch live. Then I watch it again once it's on the on NFL Game Pass, and then I'll watch tape, and then it's like, all right, this is what I've seen from the game, blah, 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 you know, so it's it's a, it's a mix of everything, it's a mix of everything, so um, I, I do that a lot, man, I do it, man, a lot, and, um, you know, and even, like, I'll watch the highlights from, from YouTube, you know, the one the NFL puts out, I'll even watch that, and you know, my wife is just looking at me like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> like, you know, um, so it's, uh, it's definitely amazing. It's, it's a great to, you know, just sit there and, 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 and just watch all this content and stuff. And then all, you know, news that comes out during the week, like this person's injured, this person got traded, you know, all, all these great things. And it's just, it's amazing to to be a sports fan or a wrestling fan or just a fan of anything, right? Like you get all these things. Um, you know, like I said, like I'm I'm a professional wrestler, right? Um, and uh, and 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 the indies and stuff like that. Um, if you guys don't know, yes, I am. And then, um, not only that, but like also. I um I used to play football, basketball, baseball, soccer. So I'm a, I'm a fan of it all. Like yes, do not do I not watch soccer now or golf or no, I don't, but the ones I talk about on the show I do watch. 
Um, so yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. Um, I mean, we got basketball season, you know, it started like a week ago, um, or two, um, the baseball playoffs are going on. World Series starts Friday, right? UFC just had an event on on the weekend. Um, so there's a lot of things going on. Like I said, we're we're getting close to the midway season of the NFL season, right? You got college football on right now. Next week you have college basketball. Um, that's gonna happen. So a lot of good good things are happening right now in the in the world of sports. It's really really good. Um. But uh, let's let's get into this. Let's get into this good stuff. Um, so, like I said, we had a UFC um, uh, this past weekend. Uh, yeah, UFC two eighty Oliveira versus Makachev. Um, there was a few other event uh, uh, fights. Sorry, that happened. Um, you had a uh, man in Foret uh, beat Caitlin. Choke again, again, um, by unanimous decision. Uh, you have Benel Darius defeat uh, Masu uh, Gamrot by unanimous decision. Um, Sean O'Malley defeated Peter Yan by split decision. A lot of people are saying like this. You know, Peter Yan got robbed. Um, I don't know if you guys know. I'm not a big fan of Peter Yan. Um, haven't been <laughs> ever since he did that to Aljamain Sterling. Um, but I thought he got robbed. I thought he did. You know, when you take your opponent down, I, I understand the significant strikes. And if if that is true by the significant strikes, if O'Malley won that by a long haul, yes, O'Malley wins. Um, but if he, if it was a close, if it was close in strikes, but Peter Yan took him down for fi- over um, a little bit over five minutes, and, and on the ground. Peter Gunn should have won it. Um, but supposedly, no, Sean O'Malley had more significant strikes. So that's why he won it. Um, and I mean, I mean, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't think Sean fought his best. I thought he could have done a lot better, which he didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, and you know, um, you know, it happens. You're always gonna have like those off days. Like there, you're never gonna be, you're never gonna be perfect, right? Uh, <clears throat> so um, yeah, uh, I'm not mad at it. Um, like I said, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of O'Malley's. Uh, we'll see what's next for him. I mean, you could always run it back, but I don't know if you want to, right? <laughs> um, but you could, you de- you definitely could run that back. Um. Uh, Aljamain Sterling uh, won by knockout. He defeated TJ Dillashaw. Um, this one I, I wasn't a fan of just because TJ was dealing with some injuries. Um, he should have backed out of the fight. Um, but I understand why he didn't. You know, you, you, you have that that ego that, you know, this is a championship fight. You know, that you know I don't want to pull out last minute. Um, and, man, he should have just pulled out because, you know, this is uh, a fight that could uh, tarnish his, his career, you know, not only by the injury, get, it could get worse, but you also have to look at the fact that um, a lot of people could go back to this fight. Like, where would you have TJ Dillashaw, right, on your rankings? 
of all time, right? Um, you know, we look at bantamweights and all that, and uh, and they can say, well, you know, the fight against Aljamain wasn't that good because you know he uh he, he fought injured, you know, that tarnished his career. You're always gonna have baby boys like that, right? Um, but uh, I mean. I'm not going to take nothing away from TJ. I'm not. Um, yeah, do I give him some props for doing an injury? Yeah. But we could have got a better fight. If he just would have said, you know, I'm injured. I can't fight. Um, and let's give this to somebody else. You know, if he would have did that, I would have never dogged on him. Like, I would just want to be like, all right, respect. You know, you had the courage to do that. Not a lot, a lot of men, especially in the UFC, have the courage to be like, nah, I'm injured. I can't do this. You know, um, not a lot of men will sit there and do that, man. They, they just, they just won't. They just won't. Um, and the fact that he did says a lot. It, it says a ton. Um, so yeah, then you had the main event. You had Islam versus uh, Oliveira, where Islam defeated Oliveira in the second round by submission um, to become the new lightweight uh, champion. I thought this was very good from Islam. I had Islam winning um, after the first round. I was like, "Damn, Islam looks really, really good," but so did Oliveira, um, and I was just like, "I, I was like." Um, I didn't know who to go with. Like I'm like, oh my god, Oliveira's good, Islam's good. Um, you know, after the first round, I'm just like, this second round, this second round is gonna say a lot because we we've seen like Oliveira go down a lot of times, but he finds a way to come back in the fight, uh, and and win. And that was like my biggest concern for Islam. It was like containing Oliveira, making sure he does not come back and knock you out or make you submit. And that's exactly what Islam did. He made sure he didn't do that, and he made Oliveira tap. Um, so it was a very good fight. Oh my god, uh, amazing! Uh, I'm not gonna say amazing. Sorry, like this wasn't like in the last round he got submitted, and but the other four rounds, like they were throwing haymate, like every type of punch in the book against each other. No, they, you know, it ended in the second round. Um, but like I said, Islam did show that, you know, this is his moment. It's his time. And he's the champion now of the lightweights. Um, and now it looks like they're going to do. I know Oliveira wants a rematch. You know, he was telling Dana White he wants that. But it looks like we're going with Islam and uh, Volk. So uh, Volkanovski. Um, so that should be interesting to see, you know, what Dana White does. You know, I, I'm sure it's going to be Islam versus Volkanovski. But we could get Charles Oliveira versus uh, Islam again. We'll, we'll have to wait and see to see what they do. Um, next event is UFC 281. You have Adesanya versus Pereira. That's going to be an amazing main event. An amazing card as, as well. Um, man, that card is stacked. I cannot wait for that. That's next month in a few weeks. Um then you have, to end the year, you have uh, UFC 282, uh, December 10th. So, uh, which, that one, that one, it's, it's an okay, you know, okay. Um, so, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
Uh, men's basketball and women's basketball. They're, they start November 7th. I said next week, but I think it's actually in two weeks. Um, I, I forgot they started the 7th. I thought they started the 4th. They don't. They start the 7th. So I'm excited for that, people. I'm excited to see college basketball again. Just like the NBA, college basketball is very entertaining. Um, just like college football, you know, it's it's entertaining as well, you know. Uh, all of it, damn it. All of it's entertaining. Let's just be real. <laughs> um, so we have that. We had uh, hockey's going on right now as well. You got the Lightning and the Ducks. They're uh, in the in the first period of zero to zero. The Icelanders defeated the Rangers three to zero today, and the Oilers defeated the Blues three to one. Um, last night, my uh, if it loads. Uh, last night, my Chicago Blackhawks beat the Panthers four to two. Right now, you know, Blackhawks are on a little streak. Not gonna make much of it. But the Blackhawks are on a little streak. They started off slow, you know, lost to the Red Wings in the first game, lost to the Wild, lost to the Wild again, lost to the Blues, lost to the Avalanche, uh, then the Golden Knights. Um, they beat the Sharks, beat Blackhawks, beat Kraken, beat the Panthers. Now they play the Oilers tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. as uh, the Blackhawks are 4-2. and two. Um Looking pretty solid as as of right now. Looking pretty solid. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Um. So yeah, that's that's what's going on there. Uh, let's talk NBA. Let's talk NBA people right now. The Nuggets are beating the Lakers twenty six to twenty two at the end of the first quarter. Trailblazers are beating the Miami Heat thirty one to twenty eight to start the second quarter. And uh, the Jazz are beating the Rockets 79-65 with 4.24 left in the third. Um, my Chicago Bulls beat the Pacers 124-109 as uh, Chicago's 3-2 and two right now. Um, uh, Zach Levine put up 28 points. He shot 6 for 13. He was 12, 10 for 12 from the free throw line. Um, so we had that. We had um, the Cavs beat the Magic 103-92. The Hawks beat the Pistons 118-113. The Knicks beat the Hornets 134-131 in overtime. Um, the Raptors defeated the Sixers 119-109. Uh, the Bucks defeated the Nets 110-99. And the Timberwolves beat the Spurs 134-122. Um Next next matchup for my uh Chicago Bulls will be the Spurs on Friday at 8 30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um Pelicans and Suns on Friday night. That should be an inter- interesting one. Um tomorrow, uh I guess Heat and Warriors. That could be very interesting. Um over the weekend you got the Grizzlies and nah Jazz ain't good anymore. <laughs> um Hawks and Bucks are oh, that could be a good matchup. Sixers Bulls, you can circle that one as well. Um, and then Sunday, you got the Nuggets and the Lakers again. Um, yeah, I mean Knicks and the Cavs as well. You can you can circle that one if you want. But you know, you know football. Football is Amer- is an American. You know, not American sport, but that's like Sundays is for like football. Even Saturdays, you know, fans of college football. But the, that love both both sports. They're probably gonna watch college football first. 
So, uh, yeah. Um, let's move on to college football, though, as, as I just mentioned it. Um, so, uh, tomorrow you got Virginia Tech versus NC State at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. And then you have Utah versus Washington State um, at 10 o'clock p.m. Um, tomorrow on FS1. Um, Saturday, you have oh, oh, number two ranked Ohio State versus number 13th um, Penn State. Um, Ohio State University, they're 15 and a half point favorites right now. As they should be, they're 7-0 Penn State, 6-1. and They really haven't beaten the good teams, right? They lost to Michigan a few weeks back. Uh, now they're playing Ohio State this week um, early at 12, man. Let, let my misery come out now. Um, I don't think they have a chance. You know, uh, I, I, we see we all seen what happened against Michigan. We're probably going to see the same or probably worse against Ohio State. Um, so my belief in this team isn't high right now. Um, and maybe a lot of you guys can relate to that. But, uh, man, it, it's not it's not pretty. It's not good right now. It's not, man. I'm. I'm I'm suffering a little bit right now as a Penn State fan. Um, yeah, they might only end with two losses for the season, um, which you know, and in a lot of regards, it's like, oh, that's not bad, right? Two losses, right? For for uh, Penn State in the season, it ain't bad. Like, you know, last year we had a lot of injuries, especially at the quarterback position, and uh, we we really really weren't that good. Um, so yes, and in a way, yes, it's good if we only lose to Ohio State, right? But uh, like I said earlier, uh, last week, if we lose to Ohio State, you can kiss the, the the national championship goodbye. There's no way you're gonna make it if you lose to Ohio State. Um. So with that being said. They they got to be on their game. Defense has to ball out. Offense has to ball out. And I know we're going to lose this game because I have no belief in Sean Clifford. I don't. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. The head coach, James Franklin, he's making me not believe him as much. Um, This was supposed... This had to be the year that James Franklin showed us something different. And, and he hasn't. He hasn't. Um... You know, and Ohio State, you know, if they're going to win a uh, national championship this year, this is the year, the way the way that they're playing. The way that they're playing, that they should win a national championship this year. Um, but it's, it's yet to be seen. It's yet to be seen, people. Okay, so... Like, look at this. Penn State's averaging 33 points a game. Ohio State's 49. Yes, both teams have, have been playing very bad teams. Um, so that's that's a part of it. Um, their defenses don't allow a lot of points. So this could be more of a low-scoring game. Um, but I said that against Michigan, and Michigan put over 40 points against us, um, I believe. I think it was 40. Um Yes, they 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 score forty one points. Michigan's defense is very good as well, and uh, they only allowed us to get seventeen points. 
So, you know, you got to limit the mistakes. You got to run the ball more aggressive than you did against Michigan. And you got to put it, you got to push on Clifford in, in, in spots to win. You you have to you know you 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 get the advantage over Michigan in that game and and come out of halftime and you just you don't do anything that it, it has to be different this time. Um, like I said, Ohio State uh, they only allow fourteen points a game. Penn State only allows eighteen um, total yards. Ohio State they average five seventeen. Penn State only averages four twenty three yards passing. Ohio State three twelve. Penn State. 245 yards rushing, 204 Penn State, 178. So this is another team, another dominant team that can run the ball very well. And I feel like that could be our weakness. Yes, passing the ball, they might not kill us as much. They're gonna do the, they're gonna do damage. But I think running the ball, they're gonna look at the tape from the Michigan game and they're gonna say, This is how we get them. And that that's very well how they, they can get us. Very much so. Um, yards allowed. Um, uh, Ohio State 239. Uh, Penn State 373. Pass yards allowed. Ohio State 149. Penn State 232. Rush yards allowed. Ohio State 90. Penn State 140. Um, last five games for Ohio State. They beat Toledo 77-21. They beat Wisconsin 52-21. They beat Rutgers 49-10. And they beat Michigan State University 49-20. Then they beat Iowa 54-10. Penn State, last five games, beat Auburn 41-12. Beat Central Michigan 33-14. They beat Northwestern 17-7. They uh, lost to Michigan 41-17. And beat Minnesota forty-five to seventeen. Now you're gonna say, "Well, why was the score score so low against the Western?" That could be a red flag. It was very rainy that day. It was very rainy. It was very very rainy weekend. <laughs> Let me just say that because the next day the Eagles they played the Jaguars and the rain was uh, ridiculous in that game too. Um, so some something to look out for. But I'm gonna say Ohio State wins. I'm gonna say Ohio State wins uh, fifty to twenty. Sorry, Penn State. <laughs> Sorry. I hope y'all. I hope y'all prove me wrong. But that's what I'm gonna go with. I never go against Penn State, especially when they're playing Ohio State. But I'm gonna do it this time. Uh, TCU versus West Virginia. Uh, you also have Notre Dame versus Syracuse. Florida versus Georgia. Oregon versus California. Number number ninth ranked Oklahoma State versus number twenty two ranked Kansas State at three thirty. Look out for that game. Wake Forest versus Louisville, Illinois versus Nebraska, Cincinnati versus UCF, Missouri versus South Carolina. Number nineteenth ranked Kentucky versus number three ranked Tennessee. Look out for that game as well. That's that's going to be at seven o'clock on ESPN. Um, USC versus Arizona, Michigan versus Michigan State, Ole Miss versus Texas A&M, Pitt versus North Carolina, and Stanford versus UCLA. So those are the, all, all the games we got this week. Let's talk about last week, what happened last week. Like I said, Penn State defeated Minnesota 45-17. to um, I was a little busy, wasn't able to catch the game, but I rewatched it. Um, where you had uh, Sean Clifford, he had four touchdowns, one interception, 
He passed for 295 yards. Uh, Minnesota's uh, quarterback was 9 for 22. He had 175 yards and one one touchdown, one interception. Uh, The running back had 30 carries for 102 yards and one touchdown. The receiver had five receptions, 68 yards, and the touchdown. Um, Now, uh, Singleton, the running back for Penn State, had 13 carries, 79 yards, and two touchdowns. Johnson had five receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. So, very good game for Penn State overall. Um, They're going to have to force turnovers against Ohio State, that's for sure. Um, Ohio State defeated Iowa 54-10. Tennessee defeated UT Martin 65-24. Clemson defeated Syracuse 27-21. Cincinnati defeated SMU 29-27. LSU defeated Ole Miss 45-20. Oregon defeated UCLA 45-30. Oklahoma State defeated Texas 41-34. Wake Forest defeated Boston College 43-15. Tulane defeated Memphis 38-28. Alabama defeated Mississippi State 30-6. And TCU defeated Kansas State 38-28. All right, let's look at these rankings real quick. Georgia's number one right now, as they should be. Um, Ohio State University's at number two. Tennessee's at number three. Michigan's at number four. Clemson's at number five. Um, Alabama's at number six. TCU's at number seven. Oregon's number eight. Oklahoma State's number nine. USC is number 10. Wake Forest is number 11. UCLA is number 12. Penn State University is number 13. They moved up three spots from where they were uh, last week. Um, Utah is at number 14. Ole Miss is at number 15. Syracuse is at number 16. Illinois is at 17. LSU is at number 18. Kentucky's at 19. Cincinnati's at 20. North Carolina's at 21. Uh <clears throat> Excuse me. Kansas State is at 22. Uh, Tulane's at 23. NC State is at 24. And South Carolina. South Carolina's at 25. Um, so that's the rankings of this week. We'll see what happens on Saturday and, and, and Thursday. Those two games going on. We'll see where everybody gets ranked at um, after uh, next week. All right. Um, let's see what we have here. Major League Baseball, people. Let's talk about it. Major League Baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. They start the World Series on Friday at 8.03 p.m. on Fox. Now, with that being said, uh, the Phillies eliminated the Padres. They del- they eliminated them on Sunday, they eliminated them. They beat the Padres 4-3. to Bryce Harper hits a home run to give them the lead. And uh, Philadelphia Phillies and the fans went crazy uh, as they won the series 4-1. to Then the Astros defeated the Yankees 6-5. Uh, to Houston wins that series 4-0. to They get the sweep. And now it's on to the World Series. The Phillies will be visiting the Astros this Friday. Um... This this is gonna be interesting. This is going to be interesting. So Friday they play game one. Saturday they play game two. They have off Sunday where the Eagles 
will be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers at the link in Philadelphia. Um, Monday, they will be in Philadelphia, um, Astros and Phillies. Um, Tuesday, they play again. That will be game four. Wednesday, they play game five. Um, and then Thursday night football, you have the Houston Texans versus the Philadelphia Eagles in Houston. And then Friday, Phillies go back to the Astros. They play there for game That'll be game six, and then game seven is Saturday, next Saturday. Um, that'll be game seven. Um, so I have the Philadelphia Phillies winning. You guys know I'm a New York Yankees fan. Um, so here's the deal with this. I, you know, if it was any other team, I might have been like, yeah, that team could win, but it's the Houston Astros, people. I'm never going to get over it. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I have... The I have the the Houston uh, sorry I have the Philadelphia Phillies defeating the Houston Astros in six games. Now the past two series for the Philadelphia Phillies have been pretty easy for them, right? Um, you look at it, so they 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 um so let me get this. They have the wild card game with the with the with the Cardinals. It was a, it was a sweep. Then they then they 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 played the Braves in the NLDS where they they won in four games. They won that series three to one, and with the Padres, they beat the Padres in five games. Astros, so they've only lost twice in in the playoffs. Houston Astros haven't lost a game in the playoffs. But if there's a team to do it, it'd have to be the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, And I think that's exactly who's going to do it. I think the Philadelphia Phillies are going to win the World Series. You know, uh, they have beaten the Rays, I want to say 2007 or 2008, to win the World Series. Lost to the Yankees in 2009. And now they're back in the World Series in 2022. I think this is the year for the Philadelphia Phillies. I truly do. I, I think it is, man. I think it is. Um, now, to talk about my beloved New York Yankees, right? Because I'm going to be real with you guys. Even though they disappointed me because I said I would be happy with nothing less. I wouldn't be happy with nothing less. Than a World Series. If they made the World Series, I'd be like a little kid on Christmas. But if they don't, they failed. And I'm here to tell you, just like everybody else has been saying, the New York Yankees have failed. The New York Yankees are failures. They've been failures from 2010 on, right? So here's the deal. Here's the deal, people. Since 2009, the New York Yankees have not won or been to a World Series. They've been to the playoffs plenty of times, right? The Plenty of times they've been to the playoffs. They've won divisions. If they don't, they make it into the wild card, or at least they play in the wild card game. Um, 
right? Obviously, this year was way better than last year for the New York Yankees. I think they got knocked out, knocked out in the wild card game, um, so they, were, they didn't get a chance to play in it. Um, but this year was t- totally different. I felt the vibes different. Aaron Judge have had one of the greatest seasons in Major League Baseball history. Like, you're like, yeah, the, Yan- the Yankees, you know, they got this. They're going to make it to the World Series. They're going to convince Aaron Judge to stay because, you know, they just won a World Series. He just won MVP. He just had a hell of a year, right? He bet on himself. Right? Yankees are saying he's going to get paid, but the man could still test free agency. So we'll have to see what happens there with Aaron Judge, right? All, all, these cra- all this crazy shit. All this crazy shit. And, and to, to tell you more. To, to tell you guys even more. Mm. Cashman says he doesn't think he needs to fire Aaron Boone. So Aaron Boone, the same guy that played the 2004 clips of the Red Sox coming back on the Yankees. I think there were, I think it was like three, the Yankees had a 3-0 lead. Uh, Red Sox come back, win the series 4-3. Um. That man, which a lot of people are not happy that he did that, which I completely agree with, because that was a sad season for the New York Yankees. Both of those guys will be returning. Unless somebody higher up says, Cashman, you're out. Boone, you're out. Aaron Judge, you stay, right? So now you have to, you know, you're going into this season. The only highlight we might get as we add people, right? Aaron Judge stays. We add some people, right? Uh, and, you know, you're like, yeah, another Yankee season. But at the end of the day, when the Yankee season is done, you might be looking at the Yankees and saying, well, yeah, you guys might win the division. Yeah, you guys might get into the wild card. But you guys aren't going to do anything because you can't handle the Houston Astros. You can't handle them years back. You couldn't handle them now. And at some point, something has to change. And you have to just say, we have to do better. Like, there's there's no way. We barely could handle the Cleveland Guardians. Like, at some point, we we just have to do better. Like, we, we just have to. Like, uh, you know... We cannot continue to go down this spiral where we just cannot get the job done. It just, it just, it can't continue to happen. It can't. It, it cannot. Because I, when I tell you it's terrible, it's people. It's terrible. Um. So I, I mean, I hope there's a changing, some changes made. Um. Uh, I don't. I don't think there'll be changes made. Would I love for changes to be made? Absolutely, because this is the same Yankee cycle we've been living with since they won in two thousand and nine. After they won in two thousand and nine, the Yankees haven't done squat. So you know, eventually we have to, you know, be like, well, you know, we demand more, you know, and then you know. And what if Aaron Judge doesn't resign with the New York Yankees? Then what? Then what do we do? We just oh, man, I I don't even want to think about it. 
Um, do I think that a lot of players do have to go? Yes. Do I think we need some? Uh, I think Glaber. I think Glaber Torres should stay. I think he proved his work this year. Um, I think Glaber stays. I think we need another um, shortstop. Um, I know Carlos Correa. He opted out of his Twins contract, so he will be testing a free agency. I think that would be a great pickup for the New York Yankee, for the New York Yankees. Um, getting Carlos Correa. I think within a uh, a better third baseman than um than uh Josh Donaldson, DJ LeMahieu really didn't show up this year, right? Anthony Rizzo, I thought he played his ass off this year. Like there there was a lot of good things that happened, but there's obviously a, a lot of things that need to be changed. Aaron Hicks, he needs to go, right? Um, so there's a, a lot of things. I wouldn't mind keeping um. John Carlos Stanton as a DH. Sometimes having him play playing the outfield, I have no problem with that. You know, adding more pitching, right? We we got to do something. There's something that needs to happen. Like, like I don't want to. I don't want to go into February, March, April of next year and and see the same exact lineup. Or just see one or two changes. No, a lot of things need to change for me to convince me that the New York Yankees can make it to the World Series. It's not just win the ALDS, right? Is it the AL? Oh my God, I might have buffed on that one. <laughs> you know, um, you know, not just win a playoff series and go home. You know, no, 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 no. I, I want to see more. I, I want to see more. Yes, the ALDS. Um, I want to see a lot more from the New York Yankees, but first, you you got to resign Aaron Judge. That's that's definitely first. Um. All right, but anyways, as my blood pressure goes down, <laughs> let's uh let's speak NFL people. Let's talk the NFL, right? The good old NFL. Um. I mean. You know, why wouldn't we, right? Talk the NFL. Um, and there's there's a lot to get into with uh, the NFL. We can start with Week Seven. Cardinals defeat Saints forty two to thirty four on Thursday Night Football. Um, you know, I was I was going into the game. I'm like, all right, you got the Andre Hopkins back. Uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Um, but I don't know, you know, what, how big of a difference it would make. I knew it was going to make a, a difference, but I was just like, you know, the Saints, I, I, you know, Saints defense, you know, they're pretty good. Um, Tyran Matthew obviously should have signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> um, but no, I was just like, all right, I, I don't know what exactly we're going to get. From uh the Arizona Cardinals, um, Saints out. They could put points. Andy Dalton, he 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 had four touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, but I know like Andy can can put up. Uh, not Andy, but the whole Saints team, they could put up some points. Um, and they did. They put up thirty four points. Cardinals put up forty two. That was the big thing for me. Like D Hop, you know him coming back. Ten receptions, one hundred and three yards. Um, he really balled in this game, um, in in a perfect way to ball in this first game back. Um, you know, as Kyler's like favorite target and stuff like that, as it should be. 
Um, and happy to see him back. Happy to see him back. Um, the Bengals. The Bengals defeated Falcons thirty-five to seventeen. The Cowboys defeated the Lions twenty-four to six. So, so Bengals beat Atlanta, right? Um, Tyler Boyd had a hell of a game. Um, Joe Burrow. He he's back on the, he's back on his pedestal. He, you know he, he's moving up the rankings again now. He's really playing really good. Um, uh, but. The the Cowboys and the Lions, right? That game, I, I I turned it on, and it's a close game. I'm like, it, it was close in a low-scoring game. Like, I'm like, what is wrong with the Cowboys? Like, we're talking about the, the Lions at halftime are beating the Cowboys 6-3. to three. But once you get out of halftime, third quarter, Cowboys score... Fourth quarter, Cowboys score twice and the game twenty four to six. That offense needs needs a lot of work. Um, you know, Dak Prescott is obviously a little rusty. He he had five weeks off, four or five weeks off. Um, he two hundred seven yards, one touchdown. Uh, C D Lamb four receptions, seventy yards. Tony Pollard twelve carries, eighty three yards. You know, they, you know the the run game for them is is real huge. Ezekiel Elliott had fifteen carries, fifty seven yards. So you know that you know they they do some really a lot of good things they do, but um, you know it's about that you know each week feeling feeling better feeling better. Um, Titans the Titans beat the Colts nineteen to ten. Um, I had picked I believe I had picked the Colts to beat the Titans because um, I don't think they played earlier this year. Yes, they did, and the Titans beat the Colts twenty four to seventeen, beginning of October. And I was like, "All right, well, this is the second game of the season. Oh, I'm gonna give it to the Colts. I'm gonna give it to the Colts." Um, not how it went at all. Mm-mm. Nope. Titans win nineteen to ten. I was just like, Matt Ryan just doesn't. He doesn't look. Good, he doesn't. He do, he does not look good. Doesn't look good at all. Um, no concern for Matty Ice, especially after uh, what was said earlier earlier this week, which we'll get into later on. Um, the Commanders they beat the Packers twenty three to twenty one. This was another shocker for me. Um, the Packers do not look good right now. They're three and four. They don't look good at all. Yes, the season the season is still young. But Aaron Rodgers needs wide receivers. He needs wide receivers. Like let let's be real about this. Nobody is looking at Aaron Rodgers and saying you're not good anymore. You you know, you're not. Like if Aaron Rodgers was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the weapons that Tom Brady has, the Buccaneers Offense will be going off. Now you could say, all right, maybe he doesn't have the weapons, right? And I know I'm coming to Aaron's defense. But what if it's it is Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, all right, let's say the Packers trade for a wide receiver, right? This week, next week, any time before the trade deadline. 
What if they do trade for a wide receiver and it's still a problem? You know, so it's tough. And a lot of teams are trying to trade for wide receivers. A lot of teams right now are, are they're like, ooh, I like this guy, you know. <laughs> and um, it's, it's going to be very interesting. It'll be very interesting. I did not think they would lose to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, I didn't think they would lose to the Washington Commanders. Another surprise for me, Panthers beat the Buccaneers 21-3. I was shocked. Um, wow, this, this, like, it really, I was like, 21 to 3, like, I, I was shocked, you know, Tom Brady, he threw for 290 yards, he didn't have a touchdown, he didn't have an interception, Mike Evans, nine receptions, 96 yards, like, wh- what was the problem, right, uh, PJ Walker only threw for 177 yards, but he had two touchdowns. The running game of the Panthers was solid. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the Giants. The Giants beat the Jaguars. Barely beat them, but they beat them. Thanks to that stellar defense of the New York football Giants. They beat them 23-17. to um, Which, man, I, I, I guys, when I tell you. The Giants aren't a fluke. I'm saying it. Defensively, offensively, at least like the the running backs and stuff like that, they're, they're stellar. Um, the offensive line is doing pretty good. Um, I'm not ready to give Daniel Jones his flowers yet, but I'm he's growing on me. He's growing on me. I, I need to see a little bit more from Daniel Jones for me to be like, okay, yeah, y'all got to watch out for the New York football Giants. You know, I, I'm I'm just not I'm not at that level yet to be like, yeah, I'm gonna put y'all over I'm gonna put y'all over the Cowboys. I'm gonna put y'all close to the Eagles. I'm not ready to do that just yet. But what I'm seeing from the New York Football Giants, I like what I see right now. I do. I like what I'm seeing. Uh, you know, they're playing on great on all levels. Um, like I said, the quarterback, I just don't know yet. But eventually, we 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 could find out. Right now, I'm I'm just not ready to go there yet with Daniel Jones. Um, the Ravens, the Ravens beat the Browns twenty three to twenty. They almost didn't beat them, um, but they did. Um, Lamar Jackson struggling right now. He's struggling, but um, you know, thank goodness the Browns will have Deshaun Watson right now because that was the case. Obviously, the Browns could have won this game. Um, the Jets, Jets beat Broncos 16 to 19, no Russell Wilson, they're able to get the victory, um, man, um, you know, Zach Wilson, he really doesn't need to do much, he's 16 for 26, 121 passing yards, um, that running, the running back room from the Jets is really anchoring right now, um, right now the Broncos are struggling. The Broncos are struggling right now. The Denver Broncos are two and five. They're not looking very, very good. Um, Raiders beat Texans thirty-eight to twenty. Get into second one of the season. Uh, Josh Jacobs ran for three touchdowns. Um, Derek Carr didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a, need to have a great game. It was the Texans. So 
Uh, the Seahawks beat the Chargers 37-23. This is, you know, and I've seen some quarterback rankings where they have Justin Herbert over Jalen Hurts and other quarterbacks. Um, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. Um, I don't know, like, how the Seahawks are this good. But they they are this good. They're four and three people. They are four and three. They're playing their best right now. Geno, right? Had two touchdowns and interception. He threw for two hundred and ten yards. Uh, Justin Herbert, he threw the ball fifty one times. He um he had uh two hundred ninety three passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Eckler only had nine carries, thirty one yards, and a touchdown. He also had twelve receptions, ninety six yards, and a touchdown. Um, Marquise Goodwin. He had four receptions, 67, tu- 67 yards, and two touchdowns for the Seahawks. Kenneth Walker the third had 23 carries, 167 yards, and two touchdowns. So, very surprising. Uh, the Chiefs beat the 49ers 44-23, as expected. I think I had the 49ers winning. But Patrick Mahomes, man, he's just that dude. Patrick Mahomes is built on a whole nother level. And uh, he shows it each and every week. So, uh Juju, he, he's balling out second straight week. Um, he has seven receptions, 124 yards, and a touchdown. He's really showing up for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, he, he finally has a quarterback that can that that isn't, you know, at the end of his prime, right? That he's he's old and rusty. Now he has Patrick Mahomes, and he's really using that to his ability. Um, and then the Dolphins beat the Steelers 16 to 10 on Sunday Night Football. Um, a crazy, crazy game. Like you talk about an uh, ending, like all right, where's it gonna end? When is it? When is it gonna end? You just never knew, and you know, two interceptions, the last two drives to to really get the Dolphins victory. Um, offense struggled late. The Dolphins, Steelers, they they kept moving down the field, but the Dolphins defense uh, put a stop to it. Um, you know, so that was good for the Dolphins as they move to four and three. Steelers go to two and five. And then Monday Night Football, a big surprise for me. The Chicago Bears beat the New England Patriots 33-14. to the, the, the result wasn't the big surprise for me. I think I think it was more, um, the, you know, the Patriots only scoring 14 points. Bears putting up 33. Um, Justin Fields, he threw 21 times. He had 179 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He, he had 14 carries for 82 yards and the touchdown. Um, you know, they, they benched... Uh, they bench what this Mac. They bench Mac Jones and and they put in Zappy and and he had a tear. He just was terrible. Like all right, he had the touchdown, but then he had like two interceptions. He just wasn't playing good at all. Um and uh yeah, Patriots go to three and four. Bears go to three and four. Um, so very interesting, very interesting. You know, you see how that Santa Eagles because the Eagles were off. I was suffering. Um. But we got the Eagles this week, people. We got Eagles this week. Um, a lot of good football as well. A lot of good football as well. Um, so here we go. Week eight. Whew, here we go, people. I hope y'all ready, cause I'm not. Thursday night football. Both the four and three Baltimore Ravens versus the three and four. 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thursday Night Football. It don't, it don't get better than this. It, do, it doesn't. Um, Lamar Jackson struggling. Uh, the Buccaneers, right there, they they've been struggling offensively. Um, uh, Calais Campbell, defensive tackle of the Ravens, he's out. Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, Rashad Bateman—they're all questionable. So you, you got to look out for that on a short week for the Ravens. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers side—they have Sean Murphy bunting out, Antone Winfield Jr. out, and Luke Gadek, the guard, is out. Julio Jones and Akeem Hicks are questionable. Um, I'm going to go with Tampa on this one. I think, you know, Tampa really needs this win right now. And I think uh, this, you know, with the spotlight on Tom Brady, I think this is a game that uh, Tampa Bay um, puts up big numbers, right, against the Baltimore Ravens, dealing with some injuries as well. And, uh you know, Tom Brady just says, hold my beer. Let me let me remind you who exactly Tom Brady is. And I think that's exactly what they do. Um, so I'm going to say Buccaneers. It's going to be a close one. I'm going to say Buccaneers win like a 24 to 20 or 24, 23, something like that. Uh, game winning field goal or late field goal to win the game. Um, you have the Broncos versus the Jaguars. In London, ESPN Plus, 9.30 a.m. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I'm going with the Jaguars to beat the Denver Broncos. Uh, I don't know if Russell Wilson will be playing in this game. I think they said he is. I think, uh, But he's struggling right now this season. Right now they're saying he's questionable. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this game. Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons, right? We have this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons to win, and if they win, they improve to 4-4. Four and four. No, Nothing nobody saw coming, to be honest. Um, then we have the Chicago Bears versus the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys uh, struggling a bit in that first half against the Detroit Lions, but picking up where they left off. Um, offensively with Dak, um, you know, it seemed like a blowout, but it didn't tell the whole story of the game. The Chicago Bears, on the other hand, they, they really put that work in against uh, the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. So this is going to be a very interesting game. Like, what type of Bears are we going to get? What type of Cowboys are we going to get? Even though the Dallas Cowboys have a very good defense, they struggled against the type of player of Jalen Hurts you know, when, when they played on Sunday Night Football a couple weeks back. Um, but I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys beat the Chicago Bears. Um, um, the, the Miami Dolphins versus the Detroit Lions. I'm going to say the Miami Dolphins win that game. Um, the Arizona Cardinals versus the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to say uh, the Arizona Cardinals win that one. They get, you know, having D-Hop back, and um, I know some people were out last week. They should be getting them back soon. Um, James Conner, Matt... Uh, James Conner, James Conner, Daryl Williams, uh, safety Jalen Thompson, right? They should be getting some of them guys back, so that should be a big help, um, especially offensively. So I see Arizona winning this game. Um, 
Then we have uh, the, the Raiders versus the Saints. I'm going to say the Raiders won that one. They should be able to improve to a 3-4 and four record, right? Saints fall to 2-6 and six and make that draft pick that the Eagles got from the Saints a whole lot better, especially when, you know, when the draft comes next year. <laughs> um, now, but the biggest thing for the Saints, you know, I, I, had, I had big hopes for, hopes for them. I had big hope for, hopes for them this upcoming season, but um, it just hasn't worked out that way. And like it, it was one of the things I said, you can add all these weapons on offense, on defense. If you're the New Orleans Saints, the one thing you have not fixed or addressed is the quarterback position, right? You, you have Andy Dalton, you have Jameis Winston, but none of them are game-changing for your organization, for your team of this year. And they're going to probably, most likely, going to have to do something in free agency or in the draft try or, you know, or, or trade, try to get a quarterback of some sort. Um, Patriots versus the Jets. I'm going to say that the, the Patriots defeat the Jets. Mac Jones, right, he, he's going to be a little bit healthier this time around. I think Mac Jones really does uh, get, the Jets, get, get the Patriots uh, the victory over the Jets. Um, they they, they desperate, desperately need this win. Um, Titans versus the Texans, the fir- first game at 4 o'clock. I'm going to say that the Titans beat Texans. They shouldn't lose this game, but we'll see. Um, you also have the Commanders versus the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to say that the, the Colts win, but this is tough. They're inserting a new quarterback in, Sam El- Ellinger. Um, as they bench Matt Ryan for the rest of the season. So it's going to be very interesting to see what we get from the Indianapolis Colts as a team, as a whole, this uh, this week. That's going to be a game to circle on your calendar. Um, and then you have the 49ers versus the Rams. Um, I got to go with the 49ers on this one. I, I, I trust the 49ers 10 times more than I trust the Rams right now. Matthew Stafford and the whole team as a whole, they're not playing to the level that they should be as they are the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, and then the New York Football Giants versus the Seattle Seahawks. Right now, Seattle Seahawks are three-point favorites, as they, I think as they should be. Um, they've shown a lot more you know, when it comes to points and stuff like that, causing turnovers and stuff than the Giants have. Um, but I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Seahawks win. I, be, I believe Geno. It's Geno's time, right? At least for one more week. I'm going to say Geno Smith surprises the NFL and knocks off the New York football giants, um, especially them being at Seattle. Um, and then uh, Sunday night football, you have the Green Bay Packers versus the Buffalo Bills. This is big time. Bills are 11, 11 and a half point favorites. The Buffalo Bills are going to beat the Green Bay Packers, ladies and gentlemen. I'm saying it right now. The Buffalo Bills will beat the Green Bay Packers. And, uh, you know, and I know a lot of people aren't are going to be upset about it. You know, that'll put the Packers at three and five. Um, but we, we have to be real about some things. And that is that the Green Bay Packers are not a good team right now. And the Bills are most likely going to go to the Super Bowl next year. And well, in a few months. So with that being said, I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills uh, defeat the Packers. Um, and Bills' defense is no joke. So Aaron Rodgers is going to have his hands full in this game. Um, and then Monday Night Football, you had the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to say the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Cleveland Browns. Um, another close game, probably like the Ravens and Browns type game. But... uh. It might not because Joe Burrow's starting to feel, you know, he's starting to feel like he did last year. 
And I, you could see Joe Burrow just go off against the Cleveland Browns, to be honest, um, just like he did last week. And then uh, 1 o'clock, oh, man, it's the, the battle of, of Pennsylvania. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers coming to Lincoln Financial Field, Philadelphia, to face the undefeated 6-0 Philadelphia Eagles, right? You got Kenny Pickett versus Jalen Hurts, right? Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are 85.7% chance of winning this game. Um, Man, the Pittsburgh Steelers are dealing with some injuries as well. Um, But um, right now, Pittsburgh Steelers are 2-5. Philadelphia Eagles are 6-0. Like I said, they play at 1 o'clock on CBS. Um, Tyree Jackson, he's out, but he's been activated to a 21-day window. Uh, Brandon Graham is questionable. Isaac Salmalu, guard, is questionable as well. I think Lane Johnson's still in concussion protocol, so he's going to be questionable as well. Um, Now, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Larry Ojanobi, defensive tackle, is questionable. T.J. Watt, linebacker. Is on IR still. Pat Furmuth um, is questionable. Steven Sims, the wide receiver, is questionable. And Calvin Austin, the third, the wide receiver, is on IR. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, not look forward to. Look out for. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are 11-point favorites in this game. As they should be. They're undefeated. Pittsburgh Steelers, Steelers really ain't playing to their abilities. You know, they, they have a young quarterback now. And they still have a lot of things to work out on that team. Um, last five games for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they lost to Cleveland, lost to the Jets, lost to Buffalo, beat Tampa Bay, and lost to the Miami Dolphins. The Philadelphia Eagles, on the other hand, the last five games, beat Minnesota, beat Washington, beat uh, Jacksonville, beat Arizona, and beat Dallas. So, and, you know, they beat Minnesota 24-7, beat Washington 24-8, Beat Jacksonville 29 to 20, 29 to 21, beat Arizona 20 to 17, and beat Dallas 26 to 17. There's a pattern there. Points per game. Eagles average 26.8 points per game. Steelers average 15.3. Points allowed per game. Steelers allow 23. Eagles only allow 17. Total yards. Pittsburgh Steelers average 311. Philadelphia Eagles average 408. Yards passing, Pittsburgh Steelers 224, Philadelphia Eagles 252. Yards rushing, Pittsburgh Steelers 87, Philadelphia Eagles 156. Yards allowed, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers 404, uh, Philadelphia Eagles 318. Pass yards allowed, Pittsburgh Steelers 285, Philadelphia Eagles 208. Rush yards allowed, Pittsburgh Steelers 118, Philadelphia Eagles 109. So that that's something to keep out keep a lookout for. Um I'm gonna say the Philadelphia Eagles win this game, um, no doubt in my mind. Um and the last time we played them was twenty twenty. Um it was really a blow up, but the Eagles somehow came back but fell short late in the game. Um that's when Carson Wentz was our quarterback. Um before Jalen Hurst took over the regime. Um but with that being said, I'm gonna say the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm gonna say they beat them 34-17. to 17. Um, This is going to be a real dominant game for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Jalen Hurst is going to show out. That whole offense is really going to show out. They're, they're rested, you know. They, they got to rub off a little rust they had from not playing last week. But they should be all right. This is 
I think out of, out of the next few weeks, I know we got Texans on Thursday night, and we have uh, then week 10, we have the Commanders on Monday night. Um, this is the game that most, uh, this game most concerns me because we're coming off a of bye week. You know, when you come off a of bye week, it, it can be a little hard to jump back into things uh, on game time. So uh, it definitely is a little concerning, but I'm not too concerned for my Philadelphia Eagles. I believe Jalen Hurts and the whole squad will be able to get the victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not like we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs coming off of a bye. No, it's, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've been struggling offensively, defensively this year, especially not having T.J. Watt there. It's been really hard for them. So I believe the Philadelphia Eagles will get the victory. I don't think it should be that hard of a job. But, hey, you never know. On any given Sunday, anything can happen. But uh, my dad's in, my dad is a... Uh, a Steelers fan, so I, I would like to have bragging rights over the holidays on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I got the Philadelphia Eagles winning this game, improving to seven and zero. Um, it should be interesting. They're in the link, and then the, like I said, they have Houston Thursday night. Um, so, so it should be interesting. Um, what else? Is there anything else? Um, standings. Let's look at standings. Uh, Buffalo Bills are five and one. They're leading the division. The Jets are five and two. They're second. The Miami Dolphins are four and three. They're third. New England Patriots are three and four. They're fourth. And the AFC North. You have the Baltimore Ravens. They're first. Cincinnati Bengals are four. Both teams are four and three. But Ravens are on top. Bengals are second. Browns are third with a two and five record, and Steelers are two and five, and they are fourth. And the AFC South, Tennessee Titans are first with a four and two record. The Indianapolis Colts are three and three, um, they're second. With the Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars are two and five, they're third, and the Houston Texans are one four and one, they're fourth. And the AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs are five and two, they're first. The Los Ve- the Los Angeles. Chargers are four and three. They're second. The Las Vegas Raiders are two and four. They're third. Denver Broncos are two and five. They are fourth. Um, in the NFC, though, um, the Minnesota Vikings are five and one. They're first. Green Bay Packers are three and four. They're second. Chicago Bears are three and four. They're third. The Detroit Lions are one and five. They're fourth. And the NFC South. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are three and four. They're first. Atlanta Falcons are three and four. They're second. The Carolina Panthers are two and five. They're third. New Orleans, New Orleans Saints are two and five. They're fourth. In the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks are four and three. They're first. That's crazy. Without Russell Wilson, nobody thought the Seattle Seahawks would be the first first in the division. Going as as far as we are in the season so far, seven weeks through the season, and the Seattle Seahawks are on the top of the division. Not by much, but they're on top right now. They're four and three. They're number one in the division. The Los Los Angeles Rams are three and three. They're second in the in their division. San Francisco 49ers are three and four. They're third in their in their division, and the Arizona Cardinals are three and four, and they are fourth in their division. And the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles are six and zero. They are first in the division, and in, in the NFL. <laughs> um, 
Uh, the New York Giants, New York Football Giants, are six and one. They're second in the, their division. Dallas Cowboys are five and two. They're third in their division. And the Washington Commanders are three and four, and they are fourth in their division. A lot of good divisions so far. You know, going into the eighth week of the football season, there's there's still a a, a lot a lot of football left to play. Um, so rankings, my rank, my football rankings would be. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're ready for this. At number five, at number five, well, when we talk about rankings, right? Um, you know, man, it, it, it it's hard to say, right? Like, yeah, this this is who I'm a I'm a put on my on my my top five rankings, but at number five, I'm a, I'm gonna go with. The Minnesota Vikings, they're, you know, they're five and one. Yeah, I could put the Cowboys there, but I'm not going to. I, I got to say the Minnesota Vikings being five and one is very impressive and shocking. I didn't think they would be five and one. I thought they'd be, be have, I, I thought they would have a good season, which they are, but I didn't think they would be five and one. <clears throat> Number four, I would go with the New York football giants. They're six and one. Right, the the one game behind uh the Eagles for that division lead. They're playing real good ball defensively, offensively. Daniel Jones has impressed a bit, but I don't think it's so far the case where I'm like, yes, this is your franchise quarterback. Yes, you have to give him an extension after this year. I'm not ready to say that just yet. At number three, I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, they're balling right now, they're tough. Absolutely, no doubt in my mind. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl contenders, but I'm not ready to put them over my number one or my number two just because Kansas City, we've seen what they can do when Patrick Mahomes is hot, but when he's having an okay day or a pretty good day, sometimes they could just fall off the wagon just a bit. At number two, I'm going to go with my Philadelphia Eagles. They had a bye week. Yes, I know they're undefeated, but I got to give them that number two spot just because my number one, man, I mean, you talk about evenly matched teams. Yes, you could put that there, but I, I, in my opinion, they have the better quarterback. In my opinion, they're they're the more set up team to win this year. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles could do it, but if it's a if 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 it's my number one versus the Philadelphia Eagles, that's going to be a tough pick. And since they're coming off a of bye week, I'm gonna put them at number two. They could be on number one next week um, when they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. But my number one would be the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, and you ask me why. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen, but the Buffalo Bills, yes, they might not be undefeated, but I don't think that really matters. They beat the, the Kansas City Chiefs a few weeks ago, right? They they did this. They did that. They, they've been doing it all. They've been doing it all. You know, they got the... Probably the best quarterback right now in the NFL in <clears throat> Josh Allen, um, but it's close to Mahomes, um, right? You have that. You have, um, you, so you have that. You have, their defense is balling. Their defense is balling right now. They probably have, you know, Eagles defense and their defense are right there, head to head. And then you you have to look at 
then you have to look at like their coaching and all. You look at all the aspects of their team, and you could say they're probably most likely ninety percent chance going to win the Super Bowl. But we're only halfway through the season. But right now, I'd put them at my number one. I I, I would put them at my number one. Um, so that, that's what I'm gonna go with. That's what I'm gonna go with. My number one. Yes. Um. So that's my number one team, obviously. Um, so that's my power rankings. I don't have no highlights for you because, uh, the Eagles had off, right? Um, um, so we have that, um, but I, I got some news for you guys. I do have some news for you. So I'll give you guys that before I, I let you guys go. Um, so here it is. So last time I was on the pod, let, let's, let's take it all back. To the last time I was on the podcast. Last time I was on the podcast was like Thursday. I usually do those special pods. But since, you know, Eagles had off, I was like, well, I don't need to. So uh, they had said Russell Wilson missed week seven. Right. We all knew about that. Um Christian McCaffrey gets tra- Christian McCaffrey gets traded to the 49ers like an hour after I did the podcast with Hosteon Perez. That was breaking news. Um so yes, he he um he got traded to the 49ers. He made his deb- debut on Sunday. So I was huge for him. Um a great pickup for the 49ers. You talk about they can't get more dynamic. Well, they just did. They just did. Um let's see what else um what else I could have for you guys? Um, so, uh, Brees Hall, he suffered a torn ACL. He's out for the season. Hope, uh, speed of recovery. Then they announced that, uh, week eight, Sam Ellinger will be the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan will not start again for the Indianapolis Colts people. Also, JC Jackson's out for the season as, as he has a ruptured patellar tendon. Um, the, the New York Jets end up trading for James Robinson to replace Brees Hall, which is a huge pickup. Um, let's see, let's see what else we got here. Um, and then the Philadelphia Eagles, they send the fourth round, uh, fourth round draft pick to the Chicago Bears for defensive end, Robert Quinn. Right, so you add some depth there. You know, uh, Derek Barnett's out for the season as he got injured. Uh, I believe it was like week one or week two. Derek Barnett had got injured. He's out for the season. You add some depth on 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 defensive end, right on that line, on the defensive line, um, which me and Holstein were talking about. You could probably add to the O line, D line, maybe add a linebacker, safety, something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, the Philadelphia Eagles are not done. It's being reported all over the world that the Philadelphia Eagles are still making calls to make a few more moves. Um, talk about safety. Talk about linebackers. Um, uh, this felt like a Jay Ajayi, Ajayi move back in 2017. Kind of felt like that. You have some depth there. Um, but I'm look. I'm I'm looking at you know Brian Burns is still available. Yeah, my, my God. If we get Brian Burns on the Philadelphia Eagles, people, Jesus, this is going to be crazy. Or if you get a top safety that's available, um, you know, 
lot, there were some reports they're looking at safety. A lot of people, oh, no, they're not. Ladies and gentlemen, there's two safeties on the, on the defense. Yes, Marcus Epps is playing very good. But maybe it's not what the Eagles anticipate. Maybe it's not what the Eagles are liking, right? So you have to take that into, into consideration. Um, but if I, ha- if I had to choose, I would say, depending what the Panthers are asking for, I would say a safety more than uh, Brian Burns. Um, but, I mean, if we get him cheap, if we get Brian Burns cheap, people, and Brian Burns ends up a Philadelphia Eagle by November 1st or 2nd, some reports say deadline is the first. Some reports say the second. We'll find out when it more uh, more close to that day. Um, but whatever one it is, right? Whatever one, the Eagles, I believe, will make one more move. Like you're hearing Kareem Hunt, right? Maybe adding another running back. Um, I don't think they need to do that. But hey, I mean, you could. Maybe they don't want Jalen Hurst taking as much quarterback sneaks. Right, he's been doing a lot of that already this season. You also hear wide receivers, maybe like Jerry Judy. Supposedly Jerry Judy might be available. So, you know, there's there's a lot of talks going on right now. But if I had to pick, I'm either say Kareem Hunt, Brian Burns, or another safety. But we just have to wait and see, people. Just have to wait and see. I think that's what the Philadelphia Eagles do. We'll have to wait and see to see if they end up doing that. But as of right now, this Philadelphia Eagles, they're what they're telling themselves and the whole league is we're contending for a Super Bowl. We are aiming for a Super Bowl. And we are adding, we will continue to add, and we are adding people. So just so y'all know, no matter what, this team is built to win. That's what the Philadelphia Eagles are saying, people. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the podcast, sadly. But I'll be on probably Saturday or something like that to do a special pod for you guys, Um, the bonus pod. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the chosen one, the father, the son, the husband, three, two, one, the podcaster. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports podcast yes that's right ladies and gentlemen and i will see you guys later this week (sighs) goodbye